You're listening to the Teach Better Talk podcast featuring expert educators eager to share progressive tactics to reach more students. Teach Better Talk is created by teachers and fueled by passion. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 164 of Teach Better Talk. My name is Ray Hewart. I am the professional host of Teach Better Talk, and I am here with my relatively mediocre co-host, Jeff Gargan. <laughs> that was a good one. I say that, I'm because, not gonna... I say that because we had to redo this episode <laughs> introduction twice because of you. One, because he described himself <laughs> as being similar to Mick Jagger, and the second because his phone rang. So this is Mr. <laughs> Jeff Gargas. Round of applause, please. Oh, this whole night has been nothing but me causing problems. My cat has been loud as can be the entire time. I can't get him to be quiet. My phone was ringing, um, and, you know, I just don't know what I'm doing here. So I apologize to everyone listening that they have to deal with me in order to hear you. Wait, can I say something super awkward? Um, I was listening to a podcast um, on my phone, and when it ended, it went to one of our podcasts, like started playing, mm-hmm. and it was the episode where I called you a stripper. <laughs> I think that was probably that was probably that was the worst intro. Just totally in- inappropriate. Like the level of, so of unprofessionalism that you bring to the show is just ridiculous. Can we go? Can we go back to before us recording you talking about how you're very similar to Mick Jagger? Can we go back to that just for a second? I, no, I, I, <laughs> I was simply all I was trying to say was that at the Teach Better conference, I was so all over the place that like I didn't remember talking to people. So I said it was probably similar when people run into Mick Jagger and like, oh, I met Mick Jagger, but Mick Jagger doesn't remember anything. Now, two very different reasons. Mick Jagger doesn't remember anything because he's ridiculously famous whatever i just just running around so like i was picturing myself dancing like mick jagger missing people and that's my cat right on my shoulder right there i was just talking about him we're not going to re-record this he's just in it now right so (laughs) let's be very clear the only way in which i am like mick jagger in real life is that i i dance very similar to him oh let's not even go down that route All right, can we're we not can we not talk call. about me anymore? Like, obviously, like I, I'm a mediocre. I'm not Mick Jagger. Um, I have a cat I can't control. Um, I'm interrupting. I, I'm failing left and right in this podcast. I make this podcast so much di- more difficult for you. I don't do any of the work. I am basically useless. So let's talk about someone who's not useless. Someone who's awesome. I'm, can we highlight someone I'm instead? So glad. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so glad we have all that recording. I'm going to listen to that little clip of our audio over every the, night before I go I was gonna say, back. That's going to be like the, the music, your meditation music at night is just going to be me admitting oh, to all that. And then that's also what's going to wake you up because that's going to get you jazzed in the morning. Be like, oh, yeah, I'm up now. And I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, who do you want to highlight? Can we highlight someone that isn't me? Yeah. Can I highlight somebody that I actually have a message on Twitter? I haven't responded to him yet, but maybe yeah. he'll not be mad at me because sure. I'll highlight him on the that podcast. That sounds great. Let's do that. So let's highlight Tyler Overstreet from New Zealand. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Tyler's a man. Let's talk about Tyler. Tell he me all is. about his awesomeness. Well, Tyler, first of all, we can talk about a professional setting, is an amazing educator who has recently begun work yeah. at New Zella, And we've actually met him numerous times. Mm-hmm. He was at the Teach Better yep. conference. We saw him at IdeaCon. Idea Con, yep. And he is just always 
just friendly, passionate, always eager to help. And I really appreciate that about him. Uh, But I met him initially because he used to exclusively share bacon gifts (laughs) during Master (laughs) Chat. He did. He did. Well, you guys are fairly close to each other, sort of, right? I mean, how far? He's not too far away from you, but he's. He's in Illinois, yeah. so we had a, a distance yeah. uh, that was good. We bonded over being in yeah, Illinois. The, yeah, the bond. Once he found out I didn't eat bacon, it was the end <laughs> of our friendship. I think it was. He's. I remember that he, there were some some like just chains of comments that would go and threads that would would occur with bacon. That was awesome. But he. But you know that touched on the fact that he's also someone who's been in our Master Chat family for a long time. Like, well, I, know. I don't even know how long, like Tyler, I'd be really interested in, if you're listening to tell us if you could figure out when the first time you participated was, but it was, that's yeah. No, Tyler has time. been in our, I've been in our network for a while. And originally when we met him, he was a participant in mastering chat. Mm-hmm. He used to joke with me all the time. Like, what's this grid method thing? <laughs> like he was hysterical. He was an amazing educator. And then he made this massive shift yeah. to New Zella. And I gave him a lot of grief about it for a while. I'm like, oh, don't leave the classroom. You're such an amazing educator. Don't do it. And then it's been amazing. And truly, when I say amazing, I, I do mean it. It's been amazing to see the work he's doing with Nuzella because he's not only bringing this tool that a lot of people utilize, mm-hmm. but the support that he provides teachers is insane. And I bet I talked to him about once a week. He's a, he's a great educator to brainstorm with. And I really appreciate that he was not only able to bring his expertise yeah. and combine it with this valuable tool, but his dedication is really um, committed to just providing as much value as possible to the teachers he interacts with. So whether that be training that he's facilitating or he's done, he's hosted webinars a ton. Um, we've been blessed to be a part of a lot of them recently with Newzella. And um, I just think he really sees the value of our, our Teach Better team, of our network, and also he, you know, that's kind of the same philosophy he brings to to his group of teachers that he works with all across the Midwest, across the country. So yeah. shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. Follow him on uh, Twitter. He's at EDU Overstreet. Um, he also, I think he, he run, helps run their uh, hashtag Newzella chat, uh, chat as well. So give Tyler a follow. Tyler, we appreciate you a whole lot um, and just everything you. you do. So nice shout out. I like it, Ray. Good, good, good pick there. Uh, l- let's get into this episode real quick, but I do want to just highlight really quick. So uh, our guest today is Jackie Goodburn, and Jackie is one of our amazing, amazing uh, guest bloggers over at teachbetter.com. She is so good. Uh, I, I think at the beginning of the episode, I talked about how she's consistent not only in delivering content to us and giving us content to give out and share, but also consistent in the quality of the content she has and the value she provides. Uh, and that comes from this lens of being a director of staff development. She's uh, in a little bit south of Pittsburgh in, in, in Pennsylvania here, not too far from me, uh, across the border of, of Ohio and Pennsylvania. But um, uh, she describes that basically as she does whatever she needs to do, and whatever she can do to help support her teachers and make sure that they have what they need in order to give their students everything they need. Um, she, she had spent an early part of her career in social services and then came into, into teaching. She taught English at the middle school level, level for, uh, about a decade before, uh, becoming a coach. Uh, and then she's been doing what she's been doing as director of staff development for about three years. So she runs a lot of PD. Um, so she has a really cool lens to talk through. And, uh, I think I speak for you and I say, I'm a Jackie fan. Um, mm-hmm. anything particular from this episode you want people to take away? 
No, I think it's kind of perfect. You know, as we highlighted Tyler being, you know, so generous with the value he provides, I felt the same way with Jackie, which is why I really want to put them in the same episode, because these are educators that are completely dedicated to giving as, as much as humanly possible to others. And so I hope that you see that trend in Jackie's answers and also reach out and connect with her because that is legitimate. I've seen that across the board with the work that she continues to do, not only for our team, but for her staff. So stay connected to her. She's a great one. Love it. With that, let's get an episode 164 with Jackie Goodburn. Hey, everyone. We're going to get right back to the episode, but I wanted to make sure you had the details of what the team is continuously doing to support all of the educators that are striving to reach their students at a distance. Now, while we will continue to push out content like blogs, podcasts, free downloads, and online courses to support you, we wanted to do more. So you can meet our team live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday in our private Facebook group at 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern for a daily drop-in. During this time, we'll be providing PD for all educators and answering your questions to make sure you feel supported. We'll meet you over in our private Facebook group. You can request to join at teachbettergroup.com or simply by searching Teach Better Team on Facebook. We'll meet you there. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, we're here and we are chatting with Jackie. Good burning, Jackie. It's so awesome. Like, so, so awesome to have you on the podcast. You are one of our amazing guest bloggers over at teachbetter.com and you are so consistent, not only just providing with us with awesome content, but providing with uh, us with super awesome content that's always super valuable, on point. Uh, we love working with you. We love that you're in our network and now we are so pumped and happy to have you on the podcast. So before we get too far into diving into your story and learning more about you, how are you feeling right now? Um, a little tired, a little stressed, like I think everybody in education. Um, but I, I feel like we're starting to figure out our new normal. And I'm really proud of my district and how my teachers have really embraced the idea of connections over content right now. Um, that making sure that our kids, um, understand that we are still with them, even if we aren't physically in the same room and hoping that from there, everything, uh, will, educationally and emotionally uh, for them will flow. Well, Jackie, I was so excited when I saw you on our list to chat with because I learn from you all the time with the blogs that you continue to share at teachbetter.com. So it's kind of cool to like have you here to interview you and ask you questions. So I'm so excited to get started with this episode. I do want to make sure our listeners learn about you as well and kind of your background. So when somebody asks you to describe yourself, how do you typically answer the question of what you do? Um, um, my whole job is to make sure that my teachers have a good day so that their students have a good day. Uh, I suppose that's the, the nutshell version. Um, I really do consider myself a servant leader. Um, I know that you lead through service, not uh, through command. So I believe that the best thing that I can do is be an example of being a lifelong learner, being constant support. If that's the way I want my teachers to honor our kids, then that's how I need to be honoring them. Mm, I love that I lead that you lead through service, not through command. I believe that one thousand percent. 
And I love that you said that. So uh, let's let's uh, share a story. Uh, if you could, I'd love to have you share a story with us about a time that you've had a failure or a big challenge in your life. Um, kind of take us there with you. Tell us what happened. How did you overcome that? And what did you take away from that experience? Um, probably my biggest fail was a time I scheduled a workshop for teachers with a tool. And I can't even remember which one it was. It was free at the time. By Saturday morning when we were all together in our learning space, it was behind a paywall. Um, and I had a room full of teachers uh, happy to have breakfast, but wondering what I was going to do. So I just had to own it and say, I this tool was free last night when I tested everything. It is not free this morning. So I went into my office and pulled out the next thing that wasn't quite fleshed out, uh, wasn't quite ready for prime time, as they say, and just owned it and said to my teachers, listen, this is what I was going to do next. This is as far as I got. And what I really learned from that was my teachers came just on faith that their time would be well spent. Um, and that they were not necessarily looking for me to have all the answers all the time. They were more than happy to jump onto the next tool and make our time valuable. Um, so I, I think mostly what I learned was I don't have to have every, you know, every T crossed and every I dotted to have a great day with my teachers. I love that story. And you talked, you know, first about being a servant leader and, and you, you mentioned lead them by, by setting an example. And I think, you know, when you own those mistakes and you say, hey, look, messed up, this thing changed, I didn't know it or I didn't see it or whatever, can't do what I was planning to do, here's what I was going to do, it's not done, we're going to figure it out together. That transparency allows them to connect with you more, which allows them to then appreciate you more because now they like you as well. You're not just a resource for what they need, but also someone that they enjoy getting that information from. And then they can give you that grace and, and work with you. And I love that that it's not dependent on you having all the answers because you don't need to. I think that's such a key piece of, of being a leader is being one, transparent, but also more importantly, okay with the fact that you're not going to have all the answers. Uh, and I think that that's really, really cool and speaks a lot to how you lead, lead in your leadership style. So I really appreciate that story a lot. So let's, let's flip that around now. Let's talk about a successful moment that you've had. And this can be something big or something small, but... Tell us what happened. Why was it a success for you? And then what did you take away from that experience? Um, I think, again, the success rests in my experience with my teachers. The greatest success I have is on our learning days that are led by our teachers that are the teacher choice, teacher led days, uh, where our sessions are led um, by our talented staff who share what they are best at, share what they have learned. And our teachers who are not leading can then choose whichever sessions they wish to attend because they really know best what they need. So those days, my best successes are when I'm going crazy and there's 14 different things happening across the building. And I'm just trying to make sure everybody's tech is working and everybody has their sign-in sheets. And then I realize at some point in the day that the whole thing is going off just fine. Everybody was where they were supposed to be. And, but once again, the success of that day uh, rests with my, with my faculty. Absolutely. I think that that's so evident, not only in the blogs that you write, but just in your answers now, you always are tying in this idea of supporting others. And I know that we really value that on our team. But to hear you just continue to echo that in your answers, I, I really hope our listeners are, are catching that theme. Because I think that 
as we talk about leadership, whether it be on a teacher level, a coach level, an administrative level, a district admin level, or wherever you are, if you can keep that lens, the, the power and the impact that you can have is, is really, really important. So if I had to ask you, you know, what was keeping you excited about education or what was really like fueling your fire to continue to not only pursue leadership in this way, but really all that you're doing, what would be your response for that? I think it's probably that our kids deserve it. Um, we ask them to stretch every day. They sit in, in a class that is, you know, putting them in that zone of learning that may be just a little bit out of their comfort zone. So we have to be doing the same. Um, and I think it, it also reminds our teachers of how challenging it might be for the students. So there's, there's a bit of a, a multifaceted benefit there um, at trying to get everybody to their next best that it reminds our teachers what it's like to be a learner and it reminds our students that we are looking for anything that we'll do right by them. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's, I, I love that. So how do we actually make that happen? So question five always has to do with asking advice. And when, when we say advice, obviously every educator on the planet has a piece of advice they, they hold close to their heart. But but really in terms of, of trying to achieve this, you know, ideal classroom or ideal way to support students or even ideal way to support teachers, what is the best piece of advice that you could offer an educator, whether they be new to the classroom or maybe they've been in education for years and years? How do, what advice is your favorite piece to kind of leave with people as you continue to move through um, the leadership elements that you support? I, I do write our induction, so I spend a lot of time with our uh, first, second, and third year teachers because we have a three-year uh, plan. So uh, mostly what I want for them is to develop into their own teaching artist. Nobody's going to look just like the person next door. I want them to experience things and read books and share discussion with us. Um, let me challenge some of their thinking at times. But in the end, they they really have to feed the parts of them that make them the best practitioner because my classroom style might not work for the next person, even though it works for me. So as much as I want them open to advice and seeking, you know, research and guidance and experience, I also want them to stay true to what's best about them as a teacher, because there really is no perfect model for that. Absolutely. Mm, I love that. Yeah. It's so, such a key to find your style, right? Your style, your voice, your, your, how your model looks based on all the stuff that you can gain from the, the resources you have and to be you as much as possible as a, as a teacher. I think that's where you really become a powerful teacher is when you really lean into the uniqueness that is you and, and what makes you different from everyone else. So I love that advice. So I, I wanted to ask you, you know, with everything going on and all the shifts and the, in the, the challenges that are facing everyone right now, as someone who's who works to support staff uh, and and people that are in so many different levels as far as their experience with comfort comfort level with technology and all these different things? Uh, what is what? How is sort of what is your go to right now? How are you supporting your teachers? How are you communicating with them? How are you best like connecting with them and and getting them what they need right now? Where's your go to tools? Um, a couple of things. I, I have for the past few years. I've used a remind. Uh, that I can set up every Monday morning to send them a little bit of an affirmation, 
just something positive to start their week, just a little reminder that they're not doing this by themselves. I love that because I can set it up weeks ahead of time. Um, but my teachers right now, uh, given the state we're in, anywhere from my cell phone to my email to Google Classroom, um, my co my induction cohorts are in Google Classroom, so I can connect with them as a group there. Uh, but right now, it's been a little bit of, of um, crisis management. So if they email me, text me, call me, uh, I've just tried to be as available as, as possible mm -hmm. for them. So generally, though, it's more face-to-face. -face. It's uh, it, I, I, We're one campus, two buildings, so I have the luxury of popping by. And, yeah. I, and I really feel like um, I am best at my job when I have the opportunity to face-to-face with someone. So I am trying very, very hard to use the technology to maintain those relationships until we can all be on campus together. Yeah. So are you, are you finding, is that, is that sort of the hardest part right now for you is that you don't have that face-to-face -face with them? I think the hardest part is there are times when people would access me just because I was walking down the hallway because uh, mm -hmm. I was visible to them. And so they would say, oh, hey, Jackie, I have this question, or hey, I have that question, or hey, let's ask Jackie, let's her include her in this conversation. Yeah. And now without the benefit of proximity, I don't have that. They don't have that initiation piece of just seeing you and thinking of a question. Necessarily. Right, they have to yeah. like, they have to stop what they're doing, type the email, type the text, make the phone call. So I think sometimes just being around um, mm -hmm. that teacher-to-teacher -teacher chat many good conversations come out of just bumping into one another and talking about kids or about gotcha. education. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's, that's tough. I, I think the same, you know, a lot of teachers are feeling the same way with their students, just being there. Uh, initiate different things. So it's tough. Uh, but I appreciate you sharing that with us. So let, let's have a little bit of fun here. Let's, let's do the next six questions with okay. your goal being to answer each one in 15 seconds or less. You ready? Yep. What is one ed tech tool you cannot live without? Google Classroom, for sure. Uh, give us a book that you're reading right now. Discipline with Dignity. Who do we need to follow on Twitter or Instagram today? Uh, Twitter, um, Action for Happiness. They're at Action Happiness, and they bring joy to my feed. Love it. Uh, what's a good YouTube channel or website for educators? Uh, the Project Zero from Harvard. Give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into. Uh, daily. Write down on, on your desk calendar something you're grateful for before you leave. So you leave with a happy thought and uh, make sure you are reflecting on the good as well as the challenging pieces. And what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, my dad used to always tell me it was, I was a hard kid to raise because I always thought I was right. And he said, when you're a grown up, it's going to be great. Right now, it's really annoying. And I think the best piece of advice I ever received was like, don't break someone's spirit. Uh, just to make them conform. Ooh, like that. Don't break someone's spirit just to make them conform. Holy cow! What a powerful <laughs> statement. You know, I feel like we need that right now. As you know, districts are taking different approaches in terms of how they are choosing to support their teachers, who are therefore supporting students. And some of us are in districts where we're feeling really constrained by the options that we have, and others are are really opening up the options and, and allowing teachers to explore. And I love this idea of not constraining to conform because there's no right way to do this. People are still exploring. So I love, I love what you're sharing. That's so powerful, Jackie. I hope so. I hope people hear it, that, that you just be the best you. Absolutely.
So, you know, Jackie, I know that there are a ton of different places that I could suggest for our listeners to connect with you because you really do um, continuously kind of like elevate yourself as somebody that just wants to share and provide value. And I really, really appreciate that about you. Would you mind kind of sharing your favorite ways for our listeners to get connected with you, continue to, to talk shop with you, and, and maybe outside of teachbrother.com, because we know they can go there and read your numerous blogs that you have, but what other avenues can they go about to connect? I would say the best place uh, for interaction is, is Twitter, um, at PD with JG. And um, I, I joined Twitter at the encouragement of our superintendent who said, you have things to say, get them out there. So I really, I do have to give credit uh, to Dr. Jim Walsh for uh, being the one who said people outside of our district uh, want to hear what you have to say. And he really urged us to share our story. And I was uncomfortable at first, but here we are. I am super glad that he did that because we love that you share your story. We love that you you share so much um, with us at, at teachbetter.com and, and on Twitter and stuff like that. And now here on the podcast. So I'm glad that that happened and, and appreciate that a whole lot. You listen and you know you can find all the links and the resources and everything we talked about in this episode over at teachbetter.com and those show notes as well as the links to make sure you can connect uh, with Jackie and continue the conversation. So make sure you head over to teachitbetter.com for all of that. And you can also check out all of her awesome blog posts over there as well. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you can give us a rating and review, we'd really, really appreciate that as well. And let's keep taking this one step further. Think of just three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and share this podcast with them. Jackie, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate just everything you do uh, every day and really appreciate coming on, hanging out and having some fun with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. And until next time, let's get out there and let's teach better. Mm-hmm.